Hey everybody, thanks for joining us tonight on the Will and Dave show. A uh, quick little content advisory before we get into tonight's show. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, rights for for trans minors in particular and a particular court case that revolved around that. So we are going to be dealing with some stuff that may, uh, may be triggering for some people. So just be aware of that as we get into things. Hey, Will. Howdy. I'm lit now. You are. In a whole new sense of the word lit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. How was your week, bud? Ah, It was pretty good. It was a week? Productive. Yeah. It's a week. It was a week, but it was a productive week, so I can't complain too much. Oh, there you go. That's good. Yeah. It's only you and me this week. It's going to be boring. It is. We're going to lose all our viewers. (laughs) It's back to basics, anyways. All the all the smart people are gone, and it's you and me. Yeah, that part is true. That that is a great way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tim will tune up, and he he'll turn the intelligent quotient up a little bit. Yes, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Why no don't comment? we pay some bills? Let's pay some bills. Oh, you know what? I'm missing. I'm missing. I'm missing. I'm missing a sponsorship. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, my mascot's showing up, though. If only briefly. I don't know but, where it is. Well, while you're finding that, I'll do the one for Kelly and Dottie. So Kelly and Dottie, for those of you who haven't been on the show before, uh, they supported our show right from the very get-go. And it's due to their support that I could afford this fancy-dancy microphone that makes me sound so smooth. And so we just wanted to thank them for their for their support, both monetarily and just through their their actual verbal support and, and cheering us on with the show. It's much appreciated. And the other one that's not showing up is Rafter G. Land and Cattle, who are the most reluctant, unwilling <laughs> sponsorship in history. <laughs> and then we have our real sponsor, who is going to be a little bit quiet this week because I still have not fixed it, but I will have it fixed audio-wise for next week. But, but she is the reason we're here. Mm. I love this off-air audio, Will. That's great. Just finding the right spot in the article here. So after here, we'll do our buy me a coffee, and then I'll do my rant. Okay. I'll try to stop picking at my lip. And one more. For those of you so inclined, you can buy us a coffee. Just go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash Will and Dave show. There's no the in there. They wouldn't let us fit that. But yeah, it's just a small one-time donation for the price of a coffee that you can support our show and help us keep it going. And the real reason we do that is because you shouldn't send cash through the mail. And we know all of you are dying to send us a bunch of Benjamins, <laughs> but just don't. Yeah, just I need to- money to buy more treats to get the cat to show up on, on, yeah. on set. <laughs> hey, the cat's there. I can see her behind you. It's all good. She is. Briefly, yeah. So before we go on, I want to make something very clear. 
on the Will and Dave show. And this has been, it's been bugging me for a little while now. The, uh, there seems that to be an idea that the Will and Dave show is, he's a heathen and I'm a Christian and we're going to argue uh, the case for Christianity. And that's not the case. This is not a Christian show. This is not a religious show. This is not a this is not a show about Jesus Christ. Even though his name slips out of William's mouth every now and then, it's usually not in the right way. We want to make very clear, I want to make very clear that even though I am a Christian and I am a believer, this show is not is not my showcase, and this is not I w- how to word this gently. I'm not out to convert people. I just I don't want to do it. There are lots of folks who do that, and I'm not one of them, and this show is not that forum. So as we get into our topics over, over the next few months and years, Yes, I said years. You guys are stuck with us. I want to make that very clear that you will not hear me argue the right. How do I want to word this? I'm not going to argue religion. I'm not going to argue as a Christian. Just want to put that out there before we get into this this week. Hey, Will. so if I can make an attempt at, at clarification on your last bit there, you're you're not here to make a case for Christ or to argue in favor or against religion. That's not the purpose of our show, although we do debate some of the actions taken by religious and non-religious people and the, the morality or the um, intelligence of those decisions. But we're not here to actually make a moral statement on uh, one way or the other or to debate that, that, that overarching uh, position. Yeah, I guess I... I believe in that the, the old adage, it's a scribe, did a fr- um, uh, Francis of Assisi, who he said, you ought to spread the gospel wherever you go, and if necessary, use words. Mm, yes. And I don't think that my words are eloquent enough that I should be using them to spread the case for Christ because I'll turn people off. So don't listen to what I say. Please <laughs> spread the case for Christ. Yeah. There are others who are way better at it. Right. So we'll, I just we'll stay in our lane complaining about politics. Yes. Our lane is arguing with one another. Exactly. Exactly. Which we never so, do. Never. <laughs> but we might this week. Hey, maybe. I, I think there's some parts we're going to agree on. So for this week, our story is something that actually I saw in, in the news. I'm going to quickly give you a brief rundown. Uh, Most of my information is from a National Post article, although I have corroborated some of that with a few other uh, publications. The general gist of the story is, let me find a date for everyone here quickly. If you can hear me. So this is reported as of March 17th, so 10 days ago. But a father in British Columbia has, or was arrested and taken into custody and put in jail temporarily due to violating uh, a court order in regards to talking about any of the details revolving around a case uh, uh, concerning their teenage daughter. So the daughter, or not daughter, sorry, the the child, 
is in the process of transitioning. It doesn't mention whether it's male to female or female to male. They're they're transitioning. Um, it also doesn't go into much detail as to the specifics of what stage of transitioning they're at, whether they're going through hormone blockers or actual gender reassignment, uh, 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 anything like that. We don't know the details. But that's kind of intentional. The court had ordered that none of these details be shared with the public by anyone because the mother is in support of the child doing this and the father is against the child doing this. Child, we don't know the exact age. We know they're older than 12. We don't know uh, anything other than that. Uh, but the father, on multiple occasions, ignored this court order. So he gave interviews uh, where he gave names, locations, uh, talked about the physician's name, which he was specifically ordered not to do. And he used the child's uh, birth name, not their their new chosen name based on their their uh, their preferred gender, and refused to use the child's preferred pronouns. Now, the pronouns and everything, those weren't necessarily illegal to use, or the lack of pronouns for the father, but his giving of names, dates, locations, physicians' names, etc., were directly against a court order, and so he was arrested which this is just such a, a, a goldmine of interesting stuff to talk about. I think at least. And hence it's the topic of the show tonight. Yeah. So I think what we can agree on to start with is that this father was way out of line, way out of line. All right. Uh, yes. I'm going to go this far with that. I don't think that he should have mentioned his kid's name. I don't think mm -hmm. that he should have mentioned uh, the details of the case. Mm -hmm. But I also think that he probably was in a corner or or he, f he felt he had nowhere else he could turn to to make his case. Yes. So he turned to the press. He, so yeah. not that that's an excuse, but it is maybe a reason. Yeah, that's that's my assumption is that the reason that he went this route, I, w I want to give him the benefit of doubt and assume that he's not doing it just to be vitriolic. And like you say, he feels like he's backed into a corner. So maybe the court case where he's you know in court f fighting his wife and child's decision to go forward with gender reassignment therapy, not surgery. So his wife agreed um, with it? Yeah, the wife supports the child's decision to do this and he does not. And so they're in court fighting about it because the child and the mother have decided they're going to do it. And he says, no, you can't do it. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, I, I assume that he must feel backed into a corner. Maybe the court case is not going in his favor. I, I don't know what other factor may be playing into it, but I, I do agree. I think he's he's likely, likely doing it out of desperation as opposed to doing it just to hurt the child. Yes. Yes. I don't. I, I, hope I mean, unless case. he's a moron, which is possible. I, I mean, I don't know the guy from Adam. So unless he's mm -hmm. a moron, I I doubt he's he's looking at hurting the kid. Right. But I think he is making a point. Whether we agree on that or not is another story. But mm -hmm. I think that we do agree he shouldn't have used his 12-year-old, 11-year-old. We know they're older than 12. We okay. don't know... Okay. We we know they started to transition at the age of 12. We don't okay. know if that was this year or maybe this has been going on for a few years. We're not sure. The The court has been very careful to maintain a pretty strict level of anonymity around the child. Like I could have right. dug into it deeper, but I right. actively chose not to go like watch the interviews of the father and whatnot 
as much as I like hearing the other side of the story, I want to respect the kid's decision to stay anonymous. Like, I'm assuming the kid is asking for that. So I hear these, and I want to get into the the idea of transitioning at 12 years old. As yes. I think that that is a very real aspect of this, yeah, which the dad is making, yeah. which I think is a valid point. How he did it, yes, we can we can agree or disagree, and I think we agree on. But I do think we have some very sharp but differences, and if he should even he should be allowed to consider this yeah. at the age of twelve. Well, the yeah. That's part of it's it's hard for me to draw a concrete conclusion again because we don't know the exact details of age and whatnot, but we also don't know what stage of transitioning they're going through. It could be that they're just like we're talking, we could be talking hormone blockers, which we've discussed privately a couple of times. Uh, there's mixed reception to those. Yeah. We could be talking about actual hormone therapy. I don't even know like th- this is my very layman's understanding of of transitioning. Uh as far as I understand, there's blockers, there's actual transition, uh, like, like hormone transitioning, which would involve, you know, estrogen or testosterone appropriately. Right. And then there's, you know, surgical transition, which right. the child, I, as far as I know, is not even legal for the child to get actual gender reassignment surgery yet. They would have to be of legal age to make that call themselves, but they can do uh, uh, puberty blockers. And I believe at a certain point with parental uh, uh that's what I'm looking for. Parental guidance or consent or guardian guidance or consent. I believe they can in Canada, but it's not just like we want to do it. We do it. I, I, there's a process to it. Like it's, it's not just something you can decide to do. Talk to your doctor and then voila drugs, fix it. I believe it's somewhat similar to the UK system where there's a, there's a very substantial process. Here's my, here's my immediate re- reaction to this is that, you were young once, William. I was your dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could do nothing until the age of 18 or 16. I think it was 18. You couldn't get a loan. You couldn't own a car. Right. You could not right. have a driver's license. You couldn't do anything mm-hmm. at all with my, like at all without my consent. Yeah. You could not. You couldn't have a movie card. Yeah, <laughs> without my consent up until you're 18. Mm-hmm. It wasn't allowed. I, I mean, it was not even an issue of, well, maybe we'll make exception if you have a job. Right. You couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And yet in society now, we look at a 12-year-old and we say, you know what? You want to transition your gender or your sex, rather. Is it your gender mm, yes. or sex? It would be gender. Be transitioning. Gender, gender gender would be a matter of expression. A sex would be the physical characteristics. Yeah, except, uh, so except a, a he sex, can't alter his chromosomes. Yeah. So he really no. is altering so, his gender. Yes. It's, 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 I don't know where the line is drawn in terms yeah. of gender reassignment anyway, surgery. But again, the name gender reassignment yes. surgery makes me think yes, he's transitioning yes. Or, or they are transitioning their gender. I keep using the pronouns that so I don't we know want whether to or not they apply. Say that at twelve. Yeah, he is developed enough mentally mm-hmm. that he can look at himself and say, "He, he or she." I'm using I'm using uh, the masculine. The, they is they is the easiest to use term. They, to use they. are mm-hmm. looking at 
their sex and saying, I don't agree with it. I want to be something else. And even with consent, I have an issue with that as they don't, if they aren't old enough to have a movie card at 18 Mm -hmm. without their parental consent, how can they logically have the mental wherewithal or capacity to look at this and say, ooh, I don't like my sex or my gender. I want to change. Even with even with parental consent, and we're looking at them and saying, yeah, I agree with you. As your dad, I agree with you. I don't, mm-hmm. I think y- you have it all together at 12. Well, so. And I bet you that is dad's argument. Probably. Um, first off, I want to just add the, the slight clarification. We know they are 12 or older. They, they could be older than 12. Um. Even 13, 14, 15, I would say the same thing. Usually. Yes. From from what research I've done, this is actually research on a a different topic that we discussed, Mm -hmm. but it's relevant to this. From what I understand, generally speaking, when a physician recommends slash authorizes hormone treatment or puberty blockers, etc., generally speaking, it's not done because the kid just wants it. it. It's not just like, Hey, I'm uncomfortable with my gender. I would like to change it. Okay. Kid, you sure you want it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Here you go. It's usually done because there are, are significant mental health complications that the physician is deciding are, are or like the root cause is, is, is well, rooted in the gender dysphoria. So like if uh, a 13 year old is severely depressed, and the physician thinks that their gender dysphoria is playing a very significant role in that uh, extreme depression, then the physician could be like, hey, let's take this treatment option to try and treat the depression via way of treating the gender dysphoria. Does that make sense? Am I, am I explaining that? Clearly? Yes, I don't. First off, I, w- I want to say, I see we have a comment from from Flag Fishing at Bow River, but I don't know who you are. So as much I wonder as if somebody just love, forgot they were logged into their business account. We'd love to say hi to you, Fly Fishing Bow River, but we're not sure who you are. You know but we'll do it anyways. Hi, Fly Fishing Bow River. Yes, we're glad you're along for the ride on such a happy topic. Yeah. If you have an opinion, I have an option here to ban you, but I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Any new support we can get <laughs> it's dana lattery hi dana i don't know who dana is but hi how are you she's a friend of mine there you go you're allowed to have those i guess I'm allowed to have friends <laughs> sweet <laughs> and i know where the bow river is but where on the bow river is that that, that you are fishing dana well i'm asking her not oh, you will hopefully where the fish are but where is the bow river william do you know before she answers? No. I don't it, fish. It runs through Calgary. What is it? Is that the one yeah, that ties a, into the halfway? No, this is in Calgary, Alberta, William. Yeah. Yes, no, it doesn't. I thought tie the in. no. 
well, not, not not tie into the halfway, but the halfway ties into some other larger rivers. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Peace River, all. you're thinking. Peace River, thank you. Yeah, I don't I don't know diddly squat about rivers. I don't even know that much about trans rights, but I definitely know nothing about rivers. <laughs> they flow in one direction. Can you usually, unless there's a usually, <laughs> and there's fish in them usually. Oh man, that's such a good metaphor. You just, you just, you just, you just gave me that metaphor on a silver platter. They flow in one direction usually, unless there's a whirlpool. Yes. Then it's very confusing and difficult. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes you I'm need sure help we'll to figure it out. I'm sometimes sure you we'll can't do it there. on your own and you need some help. You know, sometimes sometimes a little, little, little help is just required, man. Those whirlpools are dangerous. So okay, I like that, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's classic. We're going to get back to the topic, Will, because I <laughs> we had to lighten the mood there for a second. It was getting heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> So I'm sure in this dad's mind, I'm sure in this dad's mind, he's saying this this youngster mm-hmm. who is not old enough is not able to make this choice. Right. So you do hormone blockers. And now, so we had an argument earlier in the week is because you said, well, it's, right. it's just as blockers, dad. And if they stop it's them... A, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it it just all goes away, but that's not quite true. Not away, but progress reconvenes. Yes, but it's stunted, and there are yeah. lasting effects from hormone blockers. Oh, absolutely. There's lasting effects from almost any treatment for so it isn't vitamin any mental C. health order. So it isn't vitamin no, C. No, no. You stop taking it, and it, it's all normal. Would, it's something I that, would put it in the same category as birth control or treatment for any severe mental health disorder in terms of like the severity of the, of the medication yes. and, and what it does to your body. So I am sure that Mr. Dad is looking at his kid and saying, I don't think you're ready to make this decision yet. Mm-hmm. Now there is an argument that if mom is saying that the youngster is, there's an argument there that says maybe she knows more about the situation because moms mm-hmm. usually do. Yeah. And and I'm not going to get into the the religious aspect of this as that is mm-hmm. a whole other argument. Yeah. That's not really my argument. But my argument is a logical one is that mm-hmm. if up until you're 18 years old, you can't have a movie card. Now there are no yeah. more there are no more movie cards anymore, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, yes and no. You can't have get, a Facebook account about. until you're 13. See, this is one of the things though. Technically. Yes. Technically. And I think that technicality is not because Facebook doesn't think you're capable. I think it's Facebook covering their butts legally for, you know, harm or things that may be said or done to minors via Facebook. But like I look at I look at work, like look at agricultural work. I am not, I want to be very clear as I make this example that I'm not bashing on agriculture workers who have their kids work with them or work for them because I support that. I think that working as a family unit is part of the lifeblood of being a farmer or a rancher (laughs) is your your kids helping out. Right. I mean, not as like a a, a whip cracking workforce, but as family (laughs) and, and landowners. Right. But if we can trust kids to drive multi 
like like immensely expensive and dangerous machinery. Yeah. I think that I do think that by the age of this is just my opinion, but by the age of the early teens, I do think that a kid can at least have some some inkling like of, of a life-changing decision like that. Like this isn't like I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. I I I I take the people who have gone through its word for it when they say that it's a it's such a, a drastic rift in their in their lives that this this feeling of being well it's the feeling of gender dysphoria which I can't I have no concept of because I've never gone through it or felt it I've never felt like I don't belong in the skin that I was born in like like this is just incorrect like a so I never I had to describe either, it. obviously. I've never had that yeah. problem. I've never had that feeling. Here's what I have had. Again, I am going to use this a little bit as an example, Will. Many moons ago, I was young like you. Oof, long time ago. And many moons before that, I was younger than you. And I liked a girl. Mm-hmm. I was head over heels in love with her. Mm-hmm. And she did not return this. And now I'm make I'm not making any of this up. This is all true. And she did not return my affections. And I might have been, I might have been nine or ten. I was young. So I stood at the top of a bank. Again, this went over in my mind. Yeah, now it was, it was years and years. It probably was weeks and weeks weeks and weeks and I was heartbroken so I so I'm walking around I walked out to out to out to the river and there there's a bank oh yeah it might have been 80 feet high or 60 feet high mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there and I was heartbroken I'm crying I'm young I'm it's puppy love, right? It's infatuation. Mm-hmm. I know what it is now. Yeah. Then I didn't. It has felt so world shattering and real yes, at the time. And I looked at the river and I looked at the cliff and I thought, I could go down there. Mm-hmm. It'd all be over. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I came to my senses. I turned around and I went back. Except I was sure. I was sure that my world was ending if mm-hmm. this girl did not... Return my affections. I was sure. I was emotionally straught. Mm-hmm. Not straught. Distraught. I was distraught. It's a longer word than I'm used to using. <laughs> I was emotionally distraught. Yeah. And I was about to make a life-altering decision. Yeah. And I backed off. And so I made the right decision. But. And I, I get what you're saying. I, I do. And I'm going to, I'm going to touch on that comment in just a second. So I'll get you to throw it up again in a minute, but first I want to touch on what you just said. I get that, but these decisions that these kids are making are not being made alone. Like we're talking in this particular case, they have at least one parent backing them up and, and, and validating that decision, but they also have at least one doctor. I'm going to assume, let me just quickly bruise the article. Uh, doctors yes so there there's at least multiple physicians involved that are also looking at this case and saying 
this is correct and this is valid. If it was just the kid making the decision, or even just the kid and one parent, I'm right with you in that I would question the validity of that, of the action and of the strength of that feeling. So I am almost sure, though. I mean, I can't imagine that the kid wakes up, goes to school, is all depressed, and mom walks up and said, you know what? He's a she. No. Goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, yep, he's a she. And then they talk with the kid, and they say, really? You're a she. That's, That's not how it goes. Right. It all begins with the kid, and the kid says, hey, I think... I'm a she or vice versa. I'm using uh, the one direction right now yeah. because, because mm-hmm. where I started with the conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it begins with the kid and the kid says, Ooh, I don't know. I think something's wrong. And so mom so, concurs, but those of us on the other side of this, of the conversation at the age of 12, at the age of 12 is when it's 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he has, yes, he's, he's emotionally mangled. He's emotionally stressed, but I don't know that he has the cognitive ability as your mother. Yeah. We're we're going to get into that quickly. To make that con. Again, I don't, we're, we keep equating it or it feels like we're equating it to a, a, a eureka moment, like a moment where they just they hit upon this. That's what I need. That's what I want. When so in the article, it mentions that they began socially transitioning at 12. So that's how we got the right. age 12 and beyond. Yes. Yeah. So socially transitioning is usually starts with clothing. So let's say the kid feel the, the kid gets the idea. Hey, I feel like I would be happier as this other gender. Right. right. And they decide, you know what, I'm going to do this thing that's. I mean, socially kind of risky. You're risking right. friendships and, and whatnot at school. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to dress differently. I'm going to dress like a different gender. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see how that makes me feel. Maybe they saw themselves as a mirror wearing a different article of clothing. Or like, wow, I feel really good in this. Mm-hmm. And so that is the process that I imagine is happening as a child is you start with the wearing of clothing. Mm-hmm. And then you start with your friends being like, hey, can you use this different pronoun when you're talking to me? Maybe there's all these different steps that occur and it's not just a, Hey, you know what? This is what I want, but also I want to touch. I really want to touch on that comment. So I'm going to read the comment out quickly. So this is from our illustrious sponsor stitched by Susan. No relation. Uh, Sorry, will disagree. A kid's reflexes enable them to drive expensive equipment, but they do not have the cognitive ability to make decisions that will affect them for 75 years. So first I'm going to touch on reflexes. Reflexes decide how they react to things that happen. You, as the owner of the equipment, like or or the the parent of this kid, has to trust the kid's judgment enough to drive these things. Like if if we look at a rancher and they like, hey kid, go plow the field in this tractor. They may be driving a multi hundred thousand dollar machine. I'm not saying that's always the case. They're not always being given control over the most expensive machines. But you know what I mean. You're trusting the kid's judgment when driving a machine that can kill other people and themselves if they make a mistake. So it's not just a matter of reflexes. There, there's a lot of trust in the kid's cognitive ability. But I want to get into the, the decisions that will affect them for the rest of their lives. If we if we don't trust kids to to have an opinion, a significant opinion on their their gender and their sexuality, why the hell do we push kids to choose 
a lifelong profession before they make it out of high school? Why is there a pressure for kids to decide who they want to be and what they want to do for the rest of their lives, what they want to go to college for? Oh, I don't we think see, we, we do. See, well, we don't as much anymore because we're becoming a little bit more aware of the fact that pressuring kids to do that. But I remember for, for my wife in her generation in high school, there was so much pressure on them to know where they wanted to go to school and what they wanted to go to school for before their last two years in high school so that they could spend those last two years gunning for those positions, like trying to get into those schools and into those lines of work and trying to you know, get credit in those appropriate fields. If we trust them with planning for their long-term financial future, we have to at least give them some credit in knowing their own feelings and their own emotions well enough to have some significant understanding of their own gender and what they want their gender to be. And again, it's not just them making this call or it shouldn't be just them, especially when we're talking about uh, medical hormone, hormone transitioning, uh, they're going through parents, they're going through physicians, plural. I get that part. Although I, I guess I'm saying that I believe that the dad, so I'm not excusing his going and arguing with the press or out in the open mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but you understand his opposition to the ruling in the first place. Yes, I do understand that yeah. as I think that very clearly in society, there's this age gap. I can't vote until I turn 18 in Canada. Is it 19 in Canada? I think it's 19 in Canada. It's 18, I believe. But it eight? Mm. I think it's 19 to vote, isn't it? I, I could look. No, because I could vote. I could vote before I could drink in BC. Okay, that's right. It was 18, I believe. Okay, there's another good one. You can't have a beer until you're 18. <laughs> Which, or 19. That's another problem. <laughs> so we look at these things and we say you don't have the ability to make these decisions. Here's a good one. You can't have a beer, even with parental consent, legally. You can't have a beer. Legally. But this this is so, the thing. Using using what's legal as the barometer for this is a, well, is a, is a terrible measuring stick because like but that nine out of ten families I know bought their kids booze. Yeah, except for that is the argument at play here. As they say, oh, we want it legally in the courts. We want a youngster from the age of 12 to 15 say mm-hmm. to say yes I don't like my gender I want to be somebody else and I think that the counter argument is wait a minute you don't have the cognitive ability to make that decision now I it's- don't mind if you want to dress <laughs> as something else I don't mind mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of dressing I'm, I'm going to lighten this up for just a minute here I was down in Wenatchee mm-hmm. this afternoon and I was at a park and I drive up to the park and the kid I'm driving, he looks out and he said, what is that? And I look over and there are, th- there are three guys in costumes with plastic swords, sword fighting in the middle of the park. And they were there for the whole hour, sword fighting with plastic yeah. swords in costume. Were they, in were the they like the contact or just like play? I were they did, walking each other with them? No. No. Okay. But they were in costume in the middle of a park. Could have been practicing for theater. They could have been, but why would you be in costume in the middle of a park? If I had the option to practice, when I I was doing theater that involved sword fighting, if I had the option to sword fight in costume, I would, just because you want to be comfortable. In public? I 
I personally wouldn't do it publicly. Thank you. More power to I them. I feel much better about my child raising skills right with that statement right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving thinking, man, it takes all kinds to make the world go around. It takes it takes some bravery to do that in public. It, it does. So I do there honestly it there's a part of me that says, okay, if if you're if you're eleven, if you're sixteen and you decide, hey, I want to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. If you're male or female, I really don't care. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, as much as I look at it and said, hmm, is there something wrong? It is not. And it I isn't life ending. It isn't I life imagine altering. that the but I imagine that the vast majority of, of young people that talk to a physician yeah. about gender reassignment and, and gender therapy, I would hazard a guess that the majority of them <laughs> Don't get given uh, uh, hormones. Don't get given treatment for the gender dysphoria. The majority of them probably get treatment maybe for a depression or, or, or whatever mental health is 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 uh, causing symptoms. I imagine most of them are encouraged <laughs> to socially transition with their dress, with their mannerisms, with their, their pronouns, etc. And many of them probably end up talking with a therapist or a counselor about this exact issue. I would, again, I don't have anecdotal evidence because I don't actually know that many trans people. So maybe now would be a wonderful place to put in a qualifier that we don't. Yeah, we don't know a thing. thing. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. We don't know shiitake mushrooms about this, about actually being trans or the trans experience. Right. So what you're hearing is a couple of dudes' opinions. (laughs) (laughs) We should have this on a t shirt at some point, but it's like we are two, we are two white cis dudes talking about about gender rights so take everything we say with a big old cup of salt i think i'll cut that and i'll put it at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> that'll be great a great little intro uh, we don't know shit talking about but, mushrooms or yeah or gender dysphoria or gender dysphoria um hey i got that word right the first time you did i'm very proud of you you also <laughs> said wherewithal earlier I, well Look at you go, man. I can learn. I'm off, I guess. Um, but yeah, and I, I just want to, I want to address two things. And yes. I, 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 these are kind of calling you out, but I don't want it to be like aggressively calling you out, Dave. Well, but you I can just call me out. out. I don't mind. It's, it's something that I'm trying to work on. And it's two things. One is we keep using the language that they just decide or they, uh, uh, Basically, the I, I know I know that we've conversed about it, and you've confirmed that you you are not assuming that they're just make having a eureka moment and deciding, oh yeah, I'm a different gender. But we keep using language that implies that, mm-hmm. like just decided, and making it sound like it's something sudden when it's 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 usually not. And the other thing is using the phrase. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how you phrased it. Uh, deciding that you want to be different. Yes. I think that for most trans people, and I understand this is splitting hairs and this is semantics, but I just want to say it. If Mm -hmm. we ever have anyone trans watching this, I I want them to hear this, that I don't think for most of them, they think, I don't think they think of it as, oh, I need to change or I need to be something different. I think most of them view it as, oh, I want to express who I am better. It's not a matter of being something different than what you are as much as it is being able to properly express what you already know or think you are. Right. And that that is where I think our fundamental difference is, is 
is for me, and I, I believe your mom as well, we don't think we that you know what you are at the age of right. 12 or 13 or 14. And that's why we have guardians and physicians to try and help the help help youth make those decisions it's it's one of the things that so i have to be careful as my internal biases so my kids all laugh at me i'm i'm gonna put this out there so my kids all laugh at me all four of you as every time you would ask me if you could do something. What was my automatic answer? No. No. It was always no up front. And then I would go think about it or mom would say, hey, maybe you need to think about that before you say no. And I come back and say, well, no, but here's the reason. Or uh, your mom talked me into it. Or yes, yes, I made a mistake. So my initial, so my initial response to this is that it's dumb. I don't like the topic. I don't like the conversation as I think it's dumb. <laughs> and when I step back and I need to think about this a little bit, as it is not an easy, it is not a one and done answer. It is not no. a. There's no clean cut black and white way. Of right. And, and so I don't want to give, give the impression I think there is. I think that there is, though, science, and there are lots of scientists who back this up you don't know what you're doing until until your mind or your brain is evolved enough or grown enough you can make these decisions even with your parents' consent. And again, this is why mm-hmm. you can't get a driver's license at yeah. eight years old, even with your parents' consent. Mm-hmm. The government doesn't care that you are really good at driving a tractor on the farm. Yeah. You can't get in a car and drive in Toronto or in Los Angeles at the age of eight. It's very true. As you're not capable of it. And yeah. there's a reason why they do that is you're, you're not capable. So, and by that, sorry, go ahead. So I look at this and I say, even if mom agrees, even if dad agrees, there's a lot of science that says you don't know what you are. Mm-hmm. Until you're older. And I don't know what the age is. And I don't want to argue the age. Yeah. This, there are people that says it is at 12. There's others who says, well, if you can't drink uh, at 18, yes. then why can you choose your gender at eight? You know, is it, so there is yeah. an argument, I think. And it's yeah. a valid argument there somewhere. I, I, I agree with you that the, the measuring of where is best to put that age limit is a discussion that needs to be had. I think it's, a, it's something that we haven't, like as, as, a, as a larger topic in society where we put a lot of money and effort into deciding how old is too or how old is old enough to drive or drink or own a movie card. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of science into how old you need to be to own a, to own a movie card, your scene card. Um, yes. But well, now you're really not, dating yourself. Well, yeah, <laughs> well they <laughs> still have those out here. They, they still have scene cards? cards out here. Oh yeah. The, the, the theater uses them. It's like a, Oh my god! I believe it's like a like a like a, an affiliate thing for a credit card company. Oh, so funny. you get bonus points. So where you would get you know air miles, right. you get scene points, and so you can go to movies for free. Anyways, tangent. Um, I don't think we've put enough work in as society to properly gauge exactly where that age is yet. I think that's something that needs to be addressed 
on a, on a, on a, on a much bigger scale as a society and as a government in Canada specifically, or in the States well, as to where that world. line needs to be drawn. Yeah. In the world, yeah. we need to, we need more information, more science and more studies into where that line needs to be. Cause right now we're arguing semantics as to what we feel is the right. I lost you, Will. I lost your audio. Where'd you lose me at? Uh, yeah, yeah, about a sentence and a half ago. Uh, yeah, we just need more science and more studies into these things because where we put the work in to decide where the line should be drawn for driving and drinking and all these different things and where a parent has now said what they think or these two parents from opposing sides, they're, they're having to debate it because there's no clear rulings. They have to go through the court system and everything to try and find a ruling for where that line needs to be. And it's so both inefficient, but also it's such a massive and traumatic process for the parents and the child to go through to define these lines and to do that on a case by case basis with so many people, we need to put the work in as a, as a world, as a country, as a government to figure out where that line is, is supposed to be at healthily. Like we can argue about it all we want until we turn blue in the face, but we do need better, more concrete evidence to, to, to set that line like we have with driving, like we have with drinking, which right. those are still being debated too. But the point remains Absolutely. that it, it would, it would be easier for, <clears throat> for people who are debating it. But more importantly, it'll be easier for the kids and the parents if they have a clear guideline. If a kid knows, hey, I can't get uh, 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 gender therapy pre, let's arbitrarily say 16. At least then they have an endpoint. The kid can look at that and be like, hey, all I got to do is make it to this point, whether that's 16, 18, whatever. Right. They at least have a light at the end of the tunnel. At this point, if you're a kid whose parents don't support you in this decision, you don't know exactly when that is. You have to wait until you can get out from under your parents' roof, maybe, and you don't know when that is. If, if you live in a place that doesn't have e – well, 18, but – Let's say you live in a small town that doesn't have much work and you don't have the money to get out of the town. Like, I'm just saying that it's nicer to have a clearly defined endpoint for these youth to see and to know that. Well, I don't think you can make an economic argument for for getting out of mom and dad's home for an endpoint. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that that, there that is an end line. I think it's 18 or 19 or whatever the legal yeah. age is in the right in the state in which you live. So I have so to that, ask you. Well, let's I just, say that. This one interrupt yeah. you. Is your cat going nuts? Yeah, she's going a little bit nuts. Yeah, I can hear. Is it, her. Is it really loud? Oh, I can hear. It's awesome. Oh shoot! <laughs> is she wearing a jingle bell? She does have a little bell on her on her collar. Yeah, I can hear it dingling. It's cute because she's she's like this gunmetal gray, silvery color, and then we got her like a rose gold. It's, it's like a pink, <laughs> and then a little rose go, rose gold bell. It looks so cute on her. That's that's a good way to to close this topic. Is talking about how freaking adorable my cat is. <laughs> We'll put a picture up on the website or social media or something there so you all go. can enjoy just how cute my cat is. Just how cute your cat is. I don't think there is such a thing as a cute cat. I think you're absolutely wrong because mine is adorable. <laughs> so we ended an argument over cats are cute or not. <laughs> this is my life. It is. You know, Will, when we look at these topics, and this is a great one, I don't know that we'll ever agree. I think that, I think that there is a right. vast amount of difference in between us in this in this topic. I think it's, it's obvious. Yeah. 
we all live in a society though to where we breathe the same air mm-hmm. and we go to the same Tim Hortons and we go to Starbucks or we go to church or we go out for dinner or we go to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And we have to get along with one another, even though we don't agree about these things. Mm-hmm. Well, and I look at it and the number of times, like this is probably the most divisive subject we've had in the terms that like okay. how little middle ground we're fighting, finding between us. But even with that limited middle ground where, you know, my line is on one side and your line is on the other, there's little tendrils that are reaching towards the middle in various points. We've both made little concessions and little like, you know, you have a point there moments that while we're definitely not meeting in the middle by any, by any right. metric, right? there is still... Because that was never our goal was to meet in the middle. Yeah. No, it was but never there's agree a, there's to a, disagree. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, we've found commonality. We've found... Some level of 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 conjuncture or or or, or I don't I don't know what the, I can't think of a better word for it but we found some level some connective tissue we found some things where we can come closer to being in the middle on and somehow that makes it feel less divisive. divisive. I like gosh you threw a whole bunch of really big words in two <laughs> sentences. It's my thing. <laughs> See, I'm Between still a episodes, I'm just flipping through the thing one and thing two. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna throw this comment on this on the stream again. I love it. Oh, well, well let's go back. <laughs> big a big river, river that identifies the identifies lake. I love that. Lake. It's one of the <laughs> things that those on the right have long held this 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 hatred of this, not hatred, that's a strong word, this, this, Mm -hmm. um, what's the word I want? Disdain? Yeah. Contempt? Dismissive attitude about this whole Mm -hmm. idea of, you know, I identify as a, you name it. Yeah. And we use these horrendous examples of, you know, I identify as, an Apache six, attack helicopter. Yes, or I identify as a sixty-year-old, so I can get my my discount at Applebee's. You know, mm-hmm. and we oh, use boy, this howdy. example or this horrible, and I I do think it's horrible as I don't agree with with identity politics, and yet, right, it's a real aspect of our society. It's very mm-hmm. real in that it's being used by a mm-hmm. whole lot of people. And to again to look at it and just throw it out the window is a doing yourself a disservice. Is a huge mistake. And and it's not that you have to agree with it. But it behooves you to understand it. Yes, understand it and have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. As there are Which, as there are folks who identify as all kinds of things. I mean, I saw people in the park today who identified as sword fighters with with plastic swords, you know. And I looked at them, and my eyebrows. Are you laughing at your cat? Yeah, she identifies as a heat seeking missile right now. <laughs> and Brad, <laughs> I will agree with you. Dave, Dave is, is Dave, Dave and yeah. yeah. Which is speaking of identif- identity and all these different things, is it next week or the week after that is going to be live stream shenanigans with Will? It is the weekend of, let me pull up my calendar. 
it is I can't remember if it was the third or the tenth. I think it was the tenth. Yes, it's the tenth. Okay, so now that we've touched, you've touched on this identity and all this stuff. Yes. Stay tuned, everyone. This is this is your heads up. So on the tenth, uh, Dave will not be in studio. He's going to be on vacation. Maybe and you're going to be stuck with maybe you're going to be stuck with me, and we're going to have a fun little time dissecting a lot of the terminology used in gender politics because it's it's like a this is this is an offshoot of a rant that i've had to dave a couple of times which is people using the wrong words. using the wrong words when talking about gender politics using words incorrectly and i don't want to get into rights or wrongs in gender politics in terms of like the actual outcomes but i would love to educate people on using vocabulary. the right terminology and vocabulary thank you Yes. Using the right vocabulary around gender politics. So we're going to spend a nice live stream where hopefully I'll have people there that are watching that we can talk and do some questions and answers. But I'm I'll also be gonna, watching if I'm not on the show. Be, I, may, I may call in. Yes, <laughs> there you go. And and we're going to talk about about some of these these terms and 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 the vocabulary around gender politics because I see it being misused egregiously far too often by both the left and the right. I don't want, I don't want you to think that I'm just harping on conservatives. People on the left use it wrong. All the time. Lemuel. He is a Ooh. friend of mine, Will, and I invited him in to have a look at the stream and give us some feedback. Oh, nice. He's a gentleman, I believe, from New York, because every once in a while I see a picture ah, of New York. him. He is in the Bronx. Is that right? Ooh. In the Bronx, Lem? I'm not sure. Where is that? And he has been a great instructor for me in learning how to work with lights and stuff. And actually, while these guys are around, I want to say a huge thank you to Ecamm, who, mm. who is not a sponsor of the show, except without whom I would not be able to do the show. It enables us to do all the cool overlays and the cameras and the after effects mm -hmm. and the lights and everything. And, I because then the show is possible. Yes. Ecam and the community around Ecam and Lem it is a part of that amazing amount of help I've gotten out of these guys for lights and sound and audio. And I, I've invited them in and to give us a bit of a feedback on how we look, how we feedback sound, is good. how we suck or don't. <laughs> How we should stay in our lane and quit talking about, about gender identity. <laughs> I don't have any chem affiliate. We're not, we're not I'm not cool that big. That yet. Working on it. It's progress. I have four viewers, Lem. That's all we got. <laughs> Hopefully we do better next week. Yeah, no, it, it's been a, uh, it's been a learning curve. Will we, Oh, yeah. I was looking at some of the older episodes, and it's a, it's a, we're a, we're a long way from where, oh, we, yeah. <laughs> where we started six months ago. While editing the website this week, we had to cull some of our old videos from the episodes page. So, for those of you who might be looking for older episodes, you can still find them on the YouTube channel. They just won't be on our yeah. current episodes page on the website. Yeah. But while editing that, I was going through and watching some of our old videos and some of our our, our precursors to the show and. We've come a long ways in, in in a few months. Like not not even just in like camera and lighting, but us. Like our ability to talk on a microphone and, and look at our cameras is increased exponentially. It'll be a cold in, day in, in, in hell months. before I can talk on anything, much less a microphone, but I'll take what you say. <laughs> <laughs> compliments where you can get them, Dave. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. 
it's one of those. I was looking at one one of the promo videos actually, Will, that you did, mm-hmm. and and I'm watching that. And I'm thinking, holy cow, holy cow, mm-hmm. we've come a long way, and it's because of the guys in the ecamma group who mm-hmm. who I reached out to early on to Luria yeah. and to Lem and to Doc Rock and some of these guys, and I just asked them, said, how do I do this or how do I do that? And they were just yeah. so helpful. So my so my response and payback is I harass them all on their streams. I think Doc Rock <laughs> is going to ban me from his. But <laughs> there you go. You, you know you you know you're doing the internet right when you get banned from somewhere. Yeah, I, I keep saying I'm running this on an eighteen dollar mic and an iPhone 6s camera. <laughs> That's my budget. <laughs> you got me beat, man. Oh, it's. You have a camera, you just haven't set it up yet. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta buy all the accoutrement to go with it. It's coming, it's coming. We're getting there. Yeah. So, Will, I think we're about wrapping up for the week. I think so. I think that's it for today. I don't know what we are have on the agenda for next week, or do we have an agenda for next week? I don't think we have anything ironed out yet. We're still hashing out what our topic's going to be, but it's going to be, it's going to be a one-off. We may or may not have a guest. We haven't decided yet. Right. That's right. Here's one of the things we're thinking about for next week. The difference in the the approach to the C word, that awful disease, Mm -hmm. in the USA and Canada. As it is vastly different. It's vastly different on how we approach. Oh, it's Easter weekend next weekend, Will. We're going to have to work out some Easter bunnies in there. We work Somehow. a week. We, 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 we work the weekends, man. I wonder no if No time off they, for us. We're on the grind. I wonder if, if they were testing the um, the um, V word on rabbits. Maybe we can make that Easter connection. <laughs> I don't Maybe? know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's rabbits. It's a segue, I guess. Is the V word, are, are we allowed to say that or is it as banned as the C word? I don't know. Okay. We can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Mmm, tasty censorship. Mm, love it. <laughs> okay, well, well, until next week, have you got anything wise and wonderful to tell our viewers? Stay safe. Don't die.